Welcome to Dear Younger Me, a podcast created to help you find healing. My name is Whitney and I am your host. Today's episode is Dear Younger Me, Choose Forgiveness. I think forgiveness is something that we have all struggled with at one time or another. In my life, when I was going through the stages of grief after childhood trauma, which are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance, and you can kind of you know go back and forth through these stages. It's not a a nice little journey of you hit one and then you are you know flowing through the others seamlessly. For me, I was stuck in the anger stage back and forth a lot between anger, bargaining, and depression. I never really was in the denial stage. Um, I don't know if that's just something with my personality. I never denied my childhood trauma. Um, But one of the reasons I started the podcast when I did was because I no longer felt this anger and just depression just hanging over it all and I could openly and freely talk about my past without those spirits kind of just hanging over me and really stirring up emotions in me. If you have listened to the podcast since the beginning, I had said that I had wanted to start the podcast three years ago. And to be honest with you guys, I'm a completely different person than I was three years ago, five years ago, even a year ago. And I'm sure a lot of you are too. We evolve and we change every single day. And if you're doing the hard work of inner reflection and facing your past and trauma work and therapy and all of the things, the amount of growth there is really inspiring. And it's in a short time if you're really doing the hard work. And there's no exact timeline. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that for me personally, it's been really cool to see the growth that's happened the last couple of years because I decided to face my trauma head on and really just dive into the hurt. And and I feel like I'm in a place where I can talk about it and have a podcast. And like I hope that inspires you guys because one day you're going to wake up in the midst of doing this kind of work and you just don't feel bonded to the pain anymore. You don't feel like it's your identity anymore. And I just wanted to say that because I think a lot of people struggle after childhood trauma, just making that their entire identity. And I just want to tell you that one day it's not going to be all encompassing. It's not going to be your whole personality. It's not going to feel like that. Not that it is, but sometimes it feels like that. And I just want you guys to know that, you know, one day it does get better. For me personally, I think I've always been a forgiving person naturally. I feel like I give people a lot of chances and The difference I want to put on this is when you're a kid in the middle of abuse, realizing that it's not your job to stay in environments and constantly forgive when you're mistreated, abused, when you've had conversations addressing boundaries and things don't change. There's a difference between forgiving healthy relationships in your life and having to cut off unhealthy people because they're abusive. And I want to talk about some things that forgiveness is not, and then kind of on the other end of the spectrum, what forgiveness really is. So forgiveness is is not making allowances. It's not excusing. It doesn't mean you're letting the other person off the hook or getting away with things. It doesn't mean you condone what they did or that you trust the other person. It doesn't mean you're forgetting. That was one of my favorite quotes growing up, 
When you forgive, you're not forgetting. You're simply allowing yourself to be unbonded, separated from this situation by allowing yourself to resolve the pain. Another thing is it's it's not an open door for more wrongdoings. It's not saying, you know, I forgive this thing that you did or what you said or whatever, but you can keep doing it over and over again. That's not what it is. And it's not a resolution. It's not getting things back to the way they once were or reconciliation. Reconciliation is something that actually is repentance on the part of the person that did the hurting. And in these situations that I'm going to be talking about, the people that most of us need to forgive are people that haven't even asked for our forgiveness. That's when it's really hard, when the person's not sorry, when they don't acknowledge the hurt, when they don't even try to reconcile things with you. But that's when forgiveness is really important so that you can break those chains off with that person and you can be free. The freedom that comes with forgiveness, the power that comes with forgiveness, it's so good and and you're so deserving of that. I want to talk about what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is a choice. It's not an emotion. It's about getting your heart right with the Lord. It's about following what the Lord has called us all to do. There's a really good Bible verse if you want to write this down. It's Matthew 18, 21 to 22. And I have the ESV version. It says, Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times. Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 77 times. And what Jesus is saying there is, don't keep score. Forgive, forgive like, like you're breathing, you know, like forgive, like, like it's just a natural thing to you. Because when you choose to hold grudges, when you choose to be unforgiving, you're not necessarily always hurting the other person, you know, that's, you're hurting yourself. You're stressing yourself out for nothing. Forgiveness is also just breaking this power of pain and anger and hatred. These spirits that just lay over you when you choose to hold grudges. Forgiveness is so powerful. It's something that the Lord has instilled in us because he forgave us and he gave us this gift to forgive the people that have hurt us, that don't know what they're doing, that don't realize the power of their words and their actions, but it breaks this power of wrongdoing over you. Forgiveness is an act of grace. You want to be more like God? You want to be more at peace in your life? Learn to forgive, man. It's one of those most powerful things that I've learned in my life. You guys have heard these stories I've told in the podcast about my childhood. And like I said in previous episodes, I'm just scratching the surface. This is not about shaming anyone. This is not about blaming anyone. This is about just telling you guys my story so that you guys can relate. But understand my heart in this when I say that forgiving this people that have done me wrong, have hurt me, it has given me a sense of grace and peace. And just, I feel 
good about my future. I don't hold on to the past anymore. I feel like God has renewed my soul, like He's renewed my spirit, like He's purified me. And I'm telling you, like, it's one of the most powerful things that we can ever do. And if you're in a place where you're still holding on to anger, you're still holding on to hatred, I just ask you to to just ask God to let those things be broken off of you, to let those spirits just leave you. Because when you allow God to come into your heart and Holy Spirit just to, to heal those parts of you that are hurting, it's not for the other person. Like Forgiveness is not about the other person. It's about you. It's about you becoming more like Jesus. It's about you being aligned with God. Ephesians 4.32 says, Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. If you don't know what tender-hearted means, tender-hearted means having a kind, gentle, or sentimental nature, showing love, kindness, pity, compassion. Don't we all want to be like that? Isn't that what we all strive for? Like that's who Jesus was. And I know that people have hurt you and that it's almost like we want revenge on them. I remember, and this is really deep, so I just want to preface by saying that this is going to get a little deep right now. But I was telling my friend the other day, um, we were talking about the amount of pain that comes from being fatherless, you know, my biological father passing away and how I talk about my, my stepfather and I not having the relationship that I desire for us, not having the emotional depth, the spiritual depth that I wish it would. And I told her that my suicidal ideation, the foundation of it came from this, this feeling of, I want to kill myself so that you will see me, so that you will see the pain and the, and the way you, you never saw me. So when I die, I wanted the people that hurt me to see that I was screaming out for you to notice me, for you to love me, for you to share this intimacy with me. And I always thought... You know, when I was going through severe depression, just like these bouts of bad suicidal ideation, I was always like, you know, I wonder if my stepfather will change if I died. I wonder if he would change the way he was, if he would learn to, to be a loving, emotional person, if he, would, if he would walk with Jesus, truly walk with Jesus. You know when someone's walking through Jesus by the way they act by the way they live their life. I mean, think about what I just said about what the Bible says about forgiveness. I mean, it says so much about being slow to anger, controlling your tongue, the way we're supposed to serve the poor, to serve one another. I mean, there's just so much if you truly read the word and you're walking with Jesus. You have an intimate relationship with the Lord. Things change. You change. You you look different. You act different. You live different. Yeah, I just remember those times of the spirit of death over me and just wondering, you know, I want revenge. I want these people to see me. And the problem with that is that 
we have to realize that, you know, Jesus has the power to heal people. He has the power to heal my stepdad and whatever's going on in his heart and, you know, his family's heart. I don't have that power. Me hurting myself would never change anything because they're in denial. And denial is is something that, you know, you can say whatever you want to these people, but they'll never hear you until the Lord works in them. And I pray and you and, and I encourage anybody that's going through this to pray. Like God does not turn away when we pray to him. He knows the desires of our heart. He knows the things that are hurting us and and he hurts with us. I think that we forget that the Lord grieves with us. The way we treat each other, the Lord grieves. One of my favorite Bible verses I actually have on my mirror in my bathroom right now. It says, you keep track of all my sorrows. You have collected all of my tears in your bottle. You have recorded each one in your book. That's Psalm 56, 8. Isaiah 63, 9 says, in all their suffering, he also suffered and he personally rescued them. In his love and mercy, he redeemed them. Matthew 5, 44 says, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Pray. We're so, we're so easily just running to other people and gossiping. And I am a victim to this, man. A spirit of gossip, you got to cut that off. You have to run to the Lord. Ask the Lord to heal because we serve a living God. He heals. He healed in this Bible and He heals to this day. I've seen it with my own eyes. And I believe that, that the people in our lives that we need to forgive or have forgiven that you know weren't sorry, that He's working in them. And I just pray that, that He just brings people to them that will instill the word of the Lord in them that will change their hearts because we know that Jesus makes us new. And even talking about this, I want that for the people that hurt me. I want them to be renewed for them to be people that I've always wanted in my life. People that are loving, kind, caring, use their tongue in a way that promotes love and kindness not negativity, not hatred, not jealousy. One of the things I've always thought about if I've ever struggled with forgiveness or or realized that, you know, I had some feelings about a certain situation and I wasn't totally over it and wondering, you know, how to get past it. Sometimes it's just, we have to remind ourselves that God forgave us. Like the creator that we sinned against and just destroyed the earth that he created with our wicked ways, destroyed intimacy with him. I mean, literally the fall was us just severing our tie between us and the father. If he can forgive us, if he can send his only son to die on a cross for us to be brutally murdered, Like, can you imagine loving your creation so much that you send your only son to be nailed upon a cross 
but you were only sending him so that he could pay the ultimate price for all of our sins. What a love that is. I think another thing is just believing that wherever this person is that, you know, it's on your mind as you're thinking about forgiveness, or maybe it's yourself, just a reminder that the Lord can do miraculous things. That's something that that I've really leaned into this year is that the Lord has the power to heal these broken people that we're talking about, that we think they'll never see the light, that we think our relationship will never be mended. I think sometimes it doesn't happen because we don't truly believe that it can. Like I believe that the Lord wants me to have a good relationship with my stepfather. I truly believe that. But in the meantime, the Lord has shown me that He is my Father, that He has everything I need, and that I needed to distance myself. The Lord told me that. He started putting up walls that I had no, I had no choice to be, but to be like, yeah, I can't be in this environment because it's so heavy. But the Lord has given me just this reminder. He's so mighty. He's so powerful. And then it's all in his timing that he has a good plan. And, you know, we're all given a choice for obedience to the Father. The Lord gives us a choice, free will. And you just have to remember that sometimes, you know, you're obedient and forgiving. And maybe that other person just isn't being obedient. Because if they were, would this would this situation be happening? They were being obedient to the word and what the father says, it wouldn't be happening. I just want to remind you that if you are the person that's forgiving and and just being obedient to God's word, like he will bless you and he will reward you. And just know that your prayers aren't unanswered. The last thing I want to talk about is forgiving yourself. This is something I think I've struggled with a lot, more than actually forgiving others, to be honest. Forgiving yourself for the timeline, maybe that it took you to to get on the path of healing. Forgiving yourself for allowing abuse or trauma to happen to you. Forgiving the decisions and the choices you made when you didn't have the knowledge or wisdom or when you weren't walking with the Lord, whatever it was. Forgiving yourself for wanting to take your own life. Forgiving yourself for looking for the love that that you never received from your parents in all the wrong places, like relationships, romantic relationships that ended up being toxic or abusive. Forgiving yourself for the times that you gave up on yourself. Forgiving yourself for the times that you gave up on the Lord. You are so loved by the people around you and by the Father. You don't even realize it. But I want you to know that He forgives you. And you can ask for forgiveness today and sin again tomorrow in five seconds from now, and He will still forgive you. And that is the power of the cross. Jesus paid it all for you. 
He paid it all. Whenever I am doing trauma work, EMDR specifically, if you don't know what EMDR is, I've talked about it in previous episodes. I'll give a little bit of explanation of what it is right now so that you guys understand a little bit. EMDR is eye movement desensitization and reprocessing therapy. It's a mental health treatment that involves moving your eyes a specific way while you process traumatic memories. Its goal is to help you heal from trauma or other distressing life experiences. A lot of times in EMDR, my therapist will ask me, how is this making me feel? And sometimes it's hard to let go and forgive because the obvious answer is that it hurts, that you really care, that you never thought that it would come to this, that in your mind you had a story with a different ending, that you were going to have parents that were healthy and in love and that just poured love into you, that it's scary that your life feels incomplete without these people, that you don't know the healed, healthy version of you, that they'll never know the real you, that they feel like home, that it feels unfinished. These are all such valid reasons to have a hard time letting go and forgiving. And I want to give you hope. I want you to pray. I want you to pray for these people like you pray for your best friends, like you pray for your your parents that are in your life and that you love so dearly, like you pray for yourself with compassion and love and empathy because Jesus loves them just like he loves you. And he cares for them and he wants what's best for them just like you do. And we have to be kingdom warriors and pray together to let his will be done because he wants nothing more than for these people to come back to his loving embrace. And we just have to remind ourselves that. Remind yourself of what the Lord says in Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope. And a future. If you're in a place right now where you're really struggling with forgiveness, I want you to ask yourself, you know, if you're that person that, that says, I'm over it, I don't care, screw that person, I want you to ask yourself something. I want you to ask yourself, is this the only way you feel like you can control the situation? By holding a grudge? By acting like you don't care. By denying that it hurts. I want you to know that the Lord is just waiting for you to give this to Him. He's just waiting to release you of the pain that this wound has caused you, that this person has caused you. And He's just waiting to renew your mind, to renew your soul to Timothy one seven says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. A sound mind. Forgiveness will set you free. I promise you.
If you've never tried it, I encourage you to try it and and just watch from the sidelines as your life begins to change, as your heart begins to change. I know mine did. To wrap up the episode, there's a quote by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It says, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. So choose love. Choose forgiveness. Thanks for listening to another episode of Dear Younger Me. If you like what you're listening to, leave us a review or a rating and tell your friends and family. You can follow us on social media at Dear Younger Me Podcast underscore. We'll see you guys next time. Love you.